Thank you for tuning in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. My name is Ty Johnson, and I'm continuing with the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, we're going to talk about D for deception. D for deception. You know, many times this is a topic that is kind of a taboo or it's not really talked about often, but it is something that is essential for us to understand in order for us to be able to pursue purpose passionately and with clear cut direction and vision. Deception is when we have not been able to see what really is, when there is a lack of revelation or understanding of what is in fact the truth. I want to ask a question because oftentimes I hear people say, I can't do that, or um, we're not supposed to do this, or um, this is impossible, that can't happen, uh, or you know, multiple, It just name it, anything. You can hear people always talk about what is or is not possible, rather, um, what cannot be achieved, how it, it's impossible to be achieved. And I've come to know that I serve a God of impossibilities. So my question is, who lied to you? Whether it's deception in the mind, in the body, in your finances, in your family, all of it is a lie when you are being denied something that God has promised that is yours. Whether it be health, whether it be wealth, whether it be revelation of his word, whether it be direction, the enemy comes in to deceive us, to think that all hope is lost, that there's no way we can make it out. And he does this with deception. The opposite of deception is revelation. Revelation, we only truly find revelation in the word of God. God is the revealer. Hallelujah. The book of Revelations is exposing those things that have been hidden for all generations before. We are privileged to know the resurrection who is Jesus Christ. And in resurrection, there is revelation. Second Peter three and three says, knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lust. Nine times out of 10, when deception comes into the play, it's because someone else is walking after their own lust. They're trying to persuade you of a particular thing because it will be beneficial to them. That's God is saying that in the last days, you will have people that say, no, this doesn't belong to you. or Oh, this we can't have that or we can't go there. And it's simply because they don't want you to enter into the fullness of what God has for your life. I'm a living witness that I don't limit myself because I serve a limitless, a limitless God. I'll say that again. I do not limit myself because I serve a limitless God. The Bible says that I can do all. All things, not some things. It said, I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So there's no limit. (laughs) If I were you today, I would take the limits off my mind, take the limits off my body, take the limits off so that you can experience the fullness of God. And that's what the enemy doesn't want you to do. He wants you to live a life cloaked in deception. The Bible says in Colossians 2 and 8, beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. 
You have to know that in Christ, there is liberty, there is freedom, but the traditions of man will try and get you bound and deceive you from walking in the fullness of the promises of almighty God. There in Christ, there is freedom in Christ. There is liberty in Christ. There is revelation in Christ. There is healing in Christ. There is wealth in Christ. There is health in Christ. We have all these things that the enemy is constantly trying to point out that you don't have it where the the word of God has already declared that we have it. It has already declared that we can do all things and that we, he said in his word, hallelujah, that he's already given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. So ask yourself, who's lying? Not God, not his word. Hallelujah. Matthew 24. This is going to be pretty long, but I want you to hear this. Matthew 24, verse 4 through 14. And Jesus answered and said unto them, take heed that no man deceive you. Listen, let no man deceive you. Take heed. That means be prepared, be vigilant, be visual, be able to see when man is trying to deceive you. It said, take heed that no man deceive you for many, many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ and shall deceive many. Did you hear that? This tells me that deception is rampant. Many are coming and many are being deceived. And it says, ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. It's not the end yet. So when people are starting saying, oh, this is the end. This is not the end yet. Hallelujah. The enemy wants you to think it's the end so that you will get lack about your purposes. Hallelujah. To, to just throw in the towel. You know, if you think that it's the end, then you can get like, well, what's the point? Why do I need to do this or that? It's the end of the world. Let me just go and enjoy my life. But the devil is a liar. It is not the end. It is not the end. It is the beginning of sorrows for those who don't know him. But you, you have a mandate. You have a purpose. There is purpose on your life. That is why you're here. There is so much yet for you to accomplish. There is so much yet for you to do. So don't let the enemy deceive you. I know we're going through perilous times right now. I know that a lot is going on in the world right now, but it's not the end. God still has need of you as long as there is breath in your body. He said, it's the beginning of SARS. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. (laughs) If you have haters in your life, welcome to the club. Haters are going to come because they're hating you, not because of you. Hallelujah. They hate you because of the God in you. They hate you because of the assignment on your life. They hate you because you are walking in purpose. They're hating because they don't want to see the fulfillment. You've not been deceived. You're walking in revelation and your freedom and revelation is going to cause others to see. Hallelujah. Let the eyes of your understanding 
understand and be enlightened that though they hate, they cannot stop you. Though they try to deceive you, your eyes are open, hallelujah, to be able to see what it is that God is doing in and through your life that others may be liberated as well. Don't get caught up in what's going on in the world that everything look like it's falling apart. No, 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 it's not falling apart. It's coming together for your good. It's coming together so that you may be able to fulfill the purposes and plans of God for your life. Don't be deceived. Hallelujah. The Bible says that, and then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. Be careful, be careful, be careful. False prophets arising and deceiving many to believe their philosophies, believe a pseudo gospel, believe things that they are perpetuating for their own good. Do not be deceived. Go to the rock. Hallelujah. Stand on the firm foundation, which is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Know the word of God for yourself today. And it says that many shall be deceived, many, many, hallelujah. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. But he that endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. You have a mandate. You have a responsibility. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. There is yet still purpose on your life. There is yet still God is doing something in and through you. It doesn't matter what is going on in the world and how things are looking. God has a mandate and a purpose on your life and it is going to liberate many others. Galatians 6 and 7, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. We're talking about deception in a lot of people think that they're, they're deceiving themselves. They're getting, they feel like they're getting away with doing what is not in the will of God. They feel as if they're getting away with it because they can't see the instantaneous repercussions. But God's word says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. He's not a man that he should lie. No, the son of man, if he repent, that he should repent. If he said it, he will do it. If he said thou shall not kill, he meant thou Thou shall not kill. If he said thou shall not steal, he meant it. If he said that thou art to love thy neighbor as they love thyself, he meant every word of it. And with it comes a reward. Hallelujah. With it comes a reward and disobeying it comes a judgment. And we need to understand that just because we can't see the instant judgment or the instant reward that God is not mocked. Don't be deceived. We're talking about self-deception in that point. Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Look at Galatians 6, 8 to 9. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Again, do not be deceived in this hour. God is not a man that he would lie. He said, don't be deceived. So as a man, so that shall he reap. And then we just read in Galatians that if we 
sow, we shall surely reap. If we sow after the flesh, we're going to reap after the flesh. If we sow after the spirit, we're going to reap. Come on. You got to know God is saying in this hour, don't be deceived. Don't get bogged up in what other people are doing, what other people are saying. I have a purpose. I have a plan for your life. I have something major for you. I have something amazing for you to do in this season. Though it looks like all the world is crumbling around you, I'm setting a stage up for you. Hallelujah. I have a plan for you. Don't get disrupted and and disheveled by what you see going around, by people losing things. I didn't say that's going to be for you. Hallelujah. What did I say that I have for you? Don't be deceived. Deception is running rampant in this hour. James 1, 26 and 27. If any man among you seem to be religious and burdened not, um, brittle it not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. What is God saying? Don't deceive your heart by saying whatever you want to say out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Don't cause yourself to be living in deception because you're speaking not what the Father is speaking. Jesus said it. He said, there are many things I could say, but I only say and I only do what the father is saying. Why? Because I'm not deceived. Hallelujah. I don't, I don't report what everyone else is saying. I report what thus said the spirit of the Lord. What does the word of God say? Pure religion and undefiled before God and the father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Our job is to make sure that what we see, what we say is not cloaked in deception. We're supposed to be able to be the difference. And the only way we can be the difference is if we stay connected to the vine. Hallelujah. The true vine, the true vine of Jesus Christ that we may know Hallelujah. What is right and what is wrong that we may not be deceived, but just like Proverbs 14 and 12 says, there's a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof is the ways of death. But when we are connected to life, hallelujah, who is life? Jesus, I am the way, the truth and the life. Hallelujah. No man coming to the father except by me. When we are connected, we're not being deceived. I want us to quickly, I'm going to give us before I uh, end today, seven principles to to break deception over your life. Seven principles that break deception over your life. Number one, complete surrender to the will of God. When you can completely surrender to God's will, you won't be deceived by the lust of your own flesh. I'll say that again. When you can completely surrender to God's will, you will not be deceived by the lust of your own flesh. You won't be pulled to do this, that, or the other because your surrender, you've given him a yes from deep within your spirit. You've said, yes, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. That's complete and total surrender saying, Lord, I understand this is not going to feel good to me. This is not what I want, but nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. Number two, hearing the voice of God, hearing the voice of God. It's very imperative that you cultivate the habit of hearing the voice of God. And how do you know God's voice? The only way you can know God's voice is if you spend time in his presence, spend time in his word, spend time seeking after him. You will hear the voice of God. The voice of God will say, not this way, but that way. The voice of God will say, not today, maybe tomorrow. The voice of God will say, go up 
Hallelujah. Like he told David and, 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 and retrieve all the voice of God will tell you when to go, not to go. You'll know it in your spirit. You will not be deceived. The voice, the Bible says that my, the sheep of my pasture hear my voice and the voice of a stranger they will in no wise listen to. So hearing the voice of God is number two. Number three, studying the word of God continually. I'll say that again. Studying the word of God continually will keep you from the road of deception. Why? Because the word is the living word. It's alive in the moment. In the moment that the enemy is trying to deceive you, a scripture will pop up. The word of God will come alive and you will know, no, this is what happened. Hallelujah. When Jesus was being tempted in the wilderness and the enemy said, if thou be the son of God, you can cause these rocks, these stones to turn into bread. And Jesus answered him with what? The word. He said, it is written that thou shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. The only way, the only way that he could do that is he had to have the word. You and I must know the word of God so we can speak back to everything that is trying to deceive us with the light. That's why Jesus is the light. He is the word. The Bible says that, and the word was God and the word was with God and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He is the word. And that's why he is the light. He is the light. The light exposes the darkness, which is revelation. The light can do away with every deception, but you must know God's word and you must study it continually so that it is there for you to speak it in season, out of season, and always to be ready. Number four, obedience. Obedience will keep you from the road of deceptions. When you obey the voice of God, when you obey the word of God, you dispel deception because you're listening to your creator. You're listening to your leader, your maker, your guide, your all in all, and he will never lead you towards destruction, but he will always lead you towards the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Hallelujah. Being obedient to the voice when you hear hear it, being obedient to the word of God will always cause you to defeat deception. Number five, number five, forgiveness, forgiveness. Don't you know that forgiveness blinds you? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Unforgiveness blinds you. If you allow unforgiveness to be in your life, it will deceive you from seeing the things that God has for you. You will be blinded by unforgiveness and hate, but with forgiveness, you open yourself to receive the truth of what God is doing in your life. You open yourself to be able to see the truth of other people and not be blinded by the hate and the unforgiveness and and the and the bitterness that comes you know the bible talks about unforgiveness it cre- it creates bitterness and the bible tells us to not allow bitterness to take root in any area of your life because it literally will choke life out of you it will deceive you into thinking things that are not so it's very important that we walk in forgiveness so that we're not deceived and we don't miss out on the promises and the plans of God for our life. Very, very important. Forgiveness, forgiveness. Let's go on to the next thing. Number six, 
Repentance. Repentance. You see, sometimes we get stuck in a rut of deception because we refuse to repent. But when you repent, face it, deal with it, repent. Lord, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Or to another person, you know what? I was wrong. Will you please forgive me? Then we're able to start afresh and we're not hiding under the auspices of that darkness that you want to recess into because you haven't repented or you haven't said you're sorry. It's a trap from the enemy. And he makes you think that God doesn't, (laughs) God doesn't want anything to do with you because look at what you did last night. Look at what you did the other day. And he causes us to revert and causes us to stay in a dark place when God is calling you forth as the light. Repentance throws back the curtains of deception and you're able to see the love of God the way he intended it to be. Hallelujah. That he's already forgiven you. All you need to do is open your mouth and receive the forgiveness of the Lord. Receive it. Repent. He's already paid the price for your sin. He's already paid it all. But the enemy wants to deceive you and thinking that you got to work to do something else. You got to do this. You got to do that. No, 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 no. All you got to do is move in faith. And then when you move in faith, work that thing out by doing what he tells you to to do listening to his voice and following his lead and you're out of there no more deceived no longer hiding in the shadows of possibilities of what could have been if and only this that and the other no god has a life for you today the enemy wants to deceive you to live below the means of what he's called you to don't listen to his lie another day repent and come out of darkness so that you can walk into the marvelous light that god has destined for your life And then finally, number seven, discernment. Discernment can dispel deception. Discernment is the ability to recognize the operating spirit behind all things, all circumstances and people. When you're able to discern, you won't be deceived. No matter if the the, the person has come to you cloaked in angel's garments, or even if the person from your initial uh, assessment of them. They look like they're from, they're from the devil's lair, but God could be using that person to take you to the next level. And God could be showing you this angel that looks like an angel, but they're out to destroy your purpose, out to destroy your soul. You have to ask the spirit of the Lord to give you the spirit of discernment, that you're able to see things in the spirit, the way that they are, that you're able to see what's operating behind that email that you got. What's the spirit behind that phone call? What's the spirit behind that person that is knocking at your door? What's the spirit behind this conversation? What's the spirit behind that opportunity? Hallelujah. Is it conducive to you walking in the fullness of what God has called upon your life? We're talking about deception. So many people are living below their means because they're deceived at what the enemy is telling them about themselves, telling them about others, telling them about God, telling them about their purpose, telling them where all we need to do is seek God, stay in his presence, know his word, listen to his voice, do as he's told us to do, walk in the fullness of almighty God. I come against the spirit of deception in this hour. Every deceiving spirit that is cloaked itself in religious banda, every religious 
demon be broken off of your minds, off of your hearts. In the name of Jesus, I pray for the revelation of almighty God to come forth, to enlighten the eyes of your understanding that you may see the perfect will of almighty God. What is that will for you? That you may know who you are in Christ Jesus, that you may know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, that you may know that you're the healed of the Lord and that healing is the children's bread, that you may know that you are more than a conqueror, that you may know, hallelujah, all that God has planned, all that God has done already for you. He said in his word that I know the plans that I have for you, hallelujah, not to destroy you, but to prosper you, to give you an expected end. God's expectation for you is great. It is not damnation. It is not destruction. God has great plans for you. And this day, I pray that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that the scales be broken off of your eyes, that whoever and whatever has lied to you be exposed, that you may walk forth and birth forward all that God has purpose for your life. And we give God the honor and the glory on this day. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Well, I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the chick in a bag, ABCs of getting out of the bag, D for deception. And I'm praying that every spirit of deception be broken off your life, broken off your finances, broken off your ministry, broken off your marriage, broken off your family, broken off your lineage and your heritage. And I give God the glory that it is so in Jesus name. And we give him all the honor until next time. I want you all to know I love and appreciate you so much. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.